That's what it is. It's the ABCs and me's. This is Tim. It's New York Giants Straight Talk. Powered by Online Big Blue LLC. We want to talk about the hiring of Carmen Bursello as the offensive line coach for the Giants. Because you know, according to all Giant content creators, this is the greatest offensive line coach we've ever had since Mark Colombo and Bobby Johnson and a bunch of other people. I uh, also want to talk about how this roster in 2024, way it's shaping up right now for Joe Shane, uh, the cupboard is a little bare. And reference to talent on this roster, we're gonna we're gonna go through it a little bit. But Carmen Bursello comes over to the Giants after being let go by the Raiders. Uh, he's a guy that's bounced around a little bit. He he's been an offensive line coach since two thousand five. Um, spent some time in Akron, Illinois, Youngstown State. Of course, he was a Patriot. So the minute you're a Patriot, you you know what you got to do. You got to sign with the Giants, and you got to have the Patriot way with Brian Dable. <laughs> Uh, you know, there was rumors that Wink thought that the uh, that the Dable was too much subscribing or maybe prescribing to the Patriot way. But we're going to welcome Carmen and see what he does. Um, you know, like I said, it, it, according to every single giant content creator, this is this is the greatest signing since Mark Colombo and Bobby Johnson and everyone else. So uh, we're going to give the guy a break. We're going to see what he does. But let's 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 not go crazy because if he was so awesome, he would still probably be employed by the Raiders. But I love it because someone on Twitter said recently that any offensive line coach who doesn't have a job and not on the Giants is the greatest offensive line coach there is. I got to talk about Joe Shane coming up in this 2024 offseason because of the fact that it's going to make his head hurt a little bit. He is going to need to focus because this roster is, um, I- I've been looking over it, but I've been looking at the numbers and there there may be, uh, unless some thir- certain things change, there's going to be some less talent on this roster potentially than there was in 2023. But you know what? He's he's just got to stay focused. And there's only one way to stay focused. We've said it a million times before. It's a proud partner of Online Big Blue Sports. It's Magic Mind. The little green shot, that little green bottle, that little green burst of energy helps you alleviate taking that large coffee breaks, drinking those those terrible uh, what are, what are those those terrible drinks that give you all those energy, but it's just plowed with caffeine. The problem is it's all natural magic mind. We've talked about it before. If you need to be focused, if you need to, to get productive, if you need to get rolling, you take the little shot. I found it. I drink it in the morning. Like I've said before, I, I, I cut down my coffee in half. I now do my coffee. I now do my magic mind. It gives me energy throughout the day. It doesn't, it doesn't just give me that quick burst and just ends from there. Like I said, it replaces my coffee, so I'm drinking less. I'm sorry, Black Rifle, but I'm drinking a little less coffee. I'm less stressed out. I have less anxiety because you want to know why? It's all natural. We've said it before. The best part of it, of it, in my mind, is matcha, matcha, man. Way less caffeine than coffee. And it contains all these other additional compounds. I wish I was a biochemist and I knew what else, you know, what this does for you. I just know that matcha is basically nature's way to extend and release a version of caffeine without all the caffeine, without the jitters. I recommend you. I recommend it to anyone that's looking to find a better way, something healthier to still give you energy, still give you focus, and it does give you a lot of focus. And that's what you need. You you need you need to be focused. And if you, if you gear up right now for January, and you go to MagicMind.com backslash January nygst you can see in the comment below you can get one month free of magic mind when you subscribe to three months again that's magicmind.com jan nygst go to the site you'll get one free month when you subscribe to three months 
of Magic Mind. Also, if you go and use the code NYG20, you get a little extra savings as well. So go check that out. And like I said, get focused, get energy, and do it the natural way. So Joe Shane on this roster. Uh, I, I mean, I, I've been looking at I've been looking at the salary cap numbers. I've been looking at the talent and what we need to do. What pro- the problem is? Everyone, uh, not everyone. I should I should not paint with such a such a broad brush. Brush, excuse me. Um, a lot of people will look at the 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 roster and say, oh, we're not that bad off. But when you start breaking down the talent that's on the roster, the actual talent that's going to be there. You know, the, you'll look at the way the Giants are constructed. You're not going to look at future contracts. You're going to look at the guys, right? The top 30 something guys, 36, 38 guys that are going to be the mainstay or the start of this roster for 2024 that Joe Shane's going to build. And I keep looking at the talent and I keep looking at the talent from the top to the bottom, starting with the highest paid players down to the lowest paid players. And, and you have to look at it and say, okay, the Giants probably have anywhere between 37 to $40 million in cap space. They got, 20, they got about $6 million that rolled over. So you're probably looking at about $38 million right now. You, like I said, you can maybe get it up to probably like $55, $60 million with, with some maneuvers. Hopefully, like we said, they don't touch the Daniel Jones contract. But if you take a look at the roster from the top to the bottom, it should, it should be concerning talent-wise because I'm just not seeing – a well-thought-out roster in reference to NFL talent. You look at the first position, the guy taking up the most money, the guy taking up almost 19% of your cap space, Daniel Jones. Year six, we still don't know what he is. We have to sit here and now worry that he's got the two neck injuries in three years. He's got the ACL, and he hasn't. He didn't improve at all. He actually got worse in 2023. And this is a guy you potentially can be going into the season as your starting quarterback, and you hope... And again, we have to hope. How many times do we have to hope that Daniel Jones is going to be the guy? How many times? It, it's it's doing the same things over and over again. Are you crazy? Or just plain stupid? Stupid is stupid does, Miss Blue. It's almost stupid to think that he is going to be any better next year, or he's even a top 20 quarterback. Then you look at the next guys down, Andrew Thomas and Dexter Lawrence, solid built, solid building, solid building pieces. So you got two guys. We're, we're, we're going to write this down. I'm grabbing a pen. And I'm going to grab a piece of paper. I don't have a piece of paper. <laughs> I lied. I don't have a piece of paper, but I'm going to grab a pen and a piece of paper. So right now there's two guys on the roster that I think they're high quality NFL talent. So we'll put two. And then you go down a little bit. Darren Waller, wrong side of 30. Eating up six percent of your cap space, still gonna have a dead cap number, but we can get out. We can get rid of him. I, 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 he's just not part of this future. You figure you might keep him around because of the fact that you have a rookie quarterback, or you know, because we see him not meshing with Daniel Jones, just doesn't work out. Next, you got Bobby O'Karake. Of course, Bobby O'Karake, you're keeping. That's a that's a that's a winner right there. So we're up to three right now. One, one, two, three. We're up to three guys on this roster. Kayvon Thibodeau. For all the bluster and all the circumstances and everything that's going on for Kayvon Thibodeau, he's got an $18 million dead cap number. He's got a $9 million uh, cap hit. So he's not he's not going anywhere. Had the 11 and a half sacks. Is a guy that looks like at moments wants to play, then looks like he's disinterested for like six weeks. I said you never wanted to believe the stories out of Oregon that he took plays off, but he he not only took – watching this – Watching him play, he's he doesn't only take plays off. I mean, he he literally takes games off. I talk about the fact that the last game of the season against the Eagles, there were certain points and times he wasn't even running. 
that he would literally just stop and put his hands on the hip. I talk about the play that was going to Bobby Okereke and Kayvon was a trailer cave and Kayvon just looked at the play and stopped running and just put his hands on his hips. And he, he's done that a lot in the last six, the last six weeks of the season. So you're going to have to have con- some, some concerns about our old buddy. Hey kids, look over there. Who is it? It's Kayvon, the friendly pass rusher. Oh no, now he's gone. So you got to have some concerns about Kayvon. So I'm going to put him on the list. So that's five players. I'm going to put him on the list right now as a as a mark. You have Darius Slayton, which to me, you know, he's he's got a seven million dollar cap number, but he's only got a one point seven dollars one point seven million dollar cap number itself in reference to dead cap space. So he could be a casualty already on this on this roster. Um, I think he's 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 a number one on the Giants, but he's a two or three anyplace else. So Lord knows they may try to save some money and they may move on to get that six uh, get that six million dollars. Graham Gano is not getting anywhere. Going anywhere because he's got a $9 million dead cap number against a $7 million cap hit, so he's staying. What are we going to get from Graham coming back from the injury? We don't know. We don't, you know, that's, that's, you have a, you have a lower leg injury on a place kicker. That's, that's just, uh, that's just not, that's not good business. So we're not going to put him on the list. So right now we have five guys. You have Mark Lewinsky. No, <laughs> no, he's probably going to be gone. He's only got a dead cap number 1.5 million. So he's more likely gone. Uh, you got Evan Neal. Evan Neal again. The question: uh, Jury's out on Evan Neal. I, I'm not calling him a. I'm not calling him a bust. Same thing I'm doing with Kayvon Thibodeau. I'm not calling Kayvon Thibodeau a bust either. But the problem is this: I don't know. I don't know what he's going to be. He's going into year three. He did only give up two sacks last year, which a lot of people want to overlook in 400 snaps. Um, his pressures were less than. Uh, Glowinski's. I mean, so it's, it's, but I can't, I still can't put them on that list of, of NFL high NFL quality keepers. So we're going to go, you're going to Nacho. Nacho is a, Nacho is a good rotational piece. Um, you know what? I just, for the sake of this list, I'm going to put him on as a, I'm going to put him on as a check mark. So now we're up to six. You got Deontay banks banks. Of course banks is a player. I don't want to be a player no more. Uh, then we go down to, let's see here. You go down to Wando Robinson. Wando Robinson is not going anywhere. He's got a $2 million dead cap number with a, a dead cap a hit with a $2 million cap number. I mean, on any other roster right now, maybe he's a th- third or fourth wide receiver on a, on a good team. Is that something we want to look at on a good team? That's what he is. So I can't put them down the check mark because you need to figure out how to use him more. You figure you need to figure out how to work him more. You need to figure out how to how to get him more engaged in the offense. So I can't literally sit there and tell you that he is a, he is a guy that you look at and say, yeah, he he is a true building block. Some people are going to be some people are going to be upset when I say that, but right now, what has he really shown in two years besides the fact that he had propensity of not being able to stay on the field? And maybe getting a four-yard yak, and people are playing. Well, look at the Eagle game. Okay, it's one game out of thirty, so I can't look at the Eagle game. You got a Zizo Jalari. I can't count him as I can't count him because why can't I count him? Real simple. He's never healthy. He's never healthy. He's never around. So looking at that, you're 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 kind of like, oh, okay. Then you have the likes of Ashawn Robinson. Ashawn Robinson. Oh, okay. Uh, he's, he's towards the end of his career. He played well in spurts, but not awesome. Not great. So I can't, I can't put him on the list as a high quality type player. Then you got like Aaron Robinson, Joshua Zuda. Nope, nope, and nope. You have John Michael Schmitz. Um, 
got pushed around. And we talked about this before. He was going to get pushed around by bull rushers, by guys that were, there was a lot of guys, you know, in the defensive tackle positions that are bigger from him. He's going to have to learn to use his leverage a little bit more. He's going to have to gain some more strength. Uh, I, I, you know, if, is he a building block, a block uh, excuse me, a building block piece? I'm going to say yes, uh, because of the fact that he, he's, he's something you need a center. <laughs> it all starts with the center Cordell flot Cordell flot. People are like, people are crazy about Cordell flot, but Cordell flot only had a couple good games, which is fine. He's, he's going to be back on the roster. I, I have no problem bringing Cordell flop back, but I don't see him as I don't see him as a true NFL building piece. I don't sit there. I don't sit there t- seeing teams go, boy, we really need to get Cordell flop. You know, they, <laughs> I, I, it's interesting that you may see us talk about Isaac Adam that way in a little bit, but not Cordell flop. Carlos Basham, garbage. Tyrod Taylor's not Tyrod Taylor. I don't think he's going to be here. Jalen Hyatt. I, I don't know. The jury's still out on him. Dane Bellinger. Good second tight end. Good third, you know, but he's never going to be that elite starter. Gary Brightwell. <sighs> Gary Brightwell's probably going to be gone. Dane Belton. Everyone loves Dane Belton. Dane Belton, Dane Belton, Dane Belton. Let's talk about Dane Belton a second. Dane Belton for, for the two gifted interceptions and the fumble he got. He also gave up, uh, was uh, was responsible, or part of the responsibility, giving up about four touchdowns in two games. I, I even sh- I even pointed out the fact that we did a thumbnail where he was a trailer and got burned in that first Eagle game. And there was a cu- there was a couple other plays that too in the Rams game that he got burned. So he literally couldn't stay on the field. He got benched in the Texans game two years ago, and he has one good game, and he he couldn't crack the lineup because Pinnock, you know the way he plays. But we're going to sit there and think he's going to be awesome after we've seen this. That's it's like when we I'm not going to get into it. So he's not on my list. Uh, McFadden's definitely on the list. I think McFadden's going to be part of a building block piece. So he could he could do that. Jason Pinnock's the same way. I got You got to You got to mark Pinnock down. DJ Davidson jury's still out. Marcus McKeithen jury's still out. Still out. Eric Gray. Eric Gray. I don't even know why Eric Gray was even on this team or why he was even playing. Because of the fact that he he's like I said he's Billy Three Yard Taylor from the Giants of the eighties. Uh, Trey Hawkins, we got to wait to see what happens with Trey. Roy, Jordan Riley again. He's he's another guy that's just that kind of that he's just kind of there there. So those are your projected guys. Those those are like your top thirty something guys. Those those are your guys right now that the roster is the building blocks of. So let's see how many guys we've just said that were probably high quality enough to start building an NFL roster on or be key contributors. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So you have 10 guys out of 36. And some of those guys, you still have question. Like I said, we got to worry about what Andrew, what Andrew Thomas does when he comes back. We still put, we put cave on on that list, but we still don't know what cave on is yet. Um, like I said, we, we put Graham Gano on the list, but we don't know what injuries he's, he's going to come back with. That's not a good start guys. And you have the likes of uh, Isaiah Simmons, Dory Jackson, Xavier McKinney, Saquon Barkley, uh, and Tyrod Taylor all out in the free agent market. And you only have maybe 50 something million after you make some moves and cut some people and try to maybe renegotiate some contracts. And we look at the draft picks that we have right now. You have, like I said, you have two twos, you have a third, you have a fourth, a fifth, and a sixth. I don't know. It's interesting. And you still, people still seem to forget, we have a $10 million dead cap number for King of the Almost Sack. 
we're already sitting at $11 million in dead cap space. <laughs> so, and we haven't even kicked and we haven't even kicked off the season yet. So Shane's work is cut out from, he is basically retooling this roster for the second time in three years. I'm not saying that 2024 is going to be worse than 2023, but I am saying this. If you take a look at it from the perspective of NFL talent that is on this roster, and you looked at the 36 guys that we have, and we picked what 10 out of 36 that you can build upon and, and have key components. Last time I checked, you need 22 starting guys. And when one of those guys is our kicker, (laughs) that's, that's, that's not good. That's, that's just, that's not, that's not a good, that's not a good way to start. And you have, you have more question marks on the roster than you have what I would perceive as NFL ready talent. So let's, you know, we got to give Shane the benefit of the doubt in year three. Let's see what this overhaul is going to have to, you know, what's going to happen with this overhaul. We got to keep our fingers crossed. And as always, don't forget to like, don't forget to subscribe, don't forget to ring that bell because you want to know why. That'd be also.